fucking internet. Che vuole questa musica stasera? Uff, maron! Che mi riporta un poco del passato. This sounds very gay. La luna ci teneva compagnia. There's an old Italian saying, you fuck up once, you lose two teeth. Io ti sentivo mia, soltanto mia. Satanic black magic. Sick shit. Mia. If you're living in 2022 and listening to this in the free feed, I don't know what to tell you. Maybe you should have <laughs> listened What's to us before like? it was cool. What's the yeah. weather like in 2022? Right in. Have we <laughs> solved coronavirus? <laughs> are, we, are we infertile yet? Um, is the human race <laughs> becoming fertile? <laughs> you have, still have a job. Have scientists tr- finally ascertained whether there are or are not some hoes in this house? <laughs> <laughs> and as an addendum to that question, are the bees in the trap? Are they? <laughs> Has society figured out yet what the great non-binary sex is that Ernest Klein left to talk about? <laughs> He did promise it. I love, love some non-binary sex. I guess my main question is, are we still getting down in Fortnite? Um, and how is Tomato Town? That's my main question. <laughs> Tomato Town was long wiped out, but I hear rumours that there is a new civilization rising from the ashes. <laughs> <laughs> That's really exciting. Um, is it led by Tina Turner? Yeah. <laughs> Okay. God, um, Mad Max Beyond Tomato Tongue would be amazing. Um, if you're if it's your first time here, uh, I I'm Chaz. I'm Hello. Uh, I'm Robin. Hi. I'm Janosch. <laughs> Hello. Okay. I'm George, and uh, I'm holding a knife. I've got okay. a knife. Oh. Uh-oh. Uh, uh-oh. That's, that's a bad thing, George, because I'm actually Sadiq Khan, and I'm here to tell you Fuck. that there is no reason to carry a knife. There oh. is never any reason to carry a knife. Now I'm thinking of that extremely bad, like, uh, like, British, uh, like British nationalist fan painting of Sadiq Khan hanging Tommy Robinson. Oh, I don't know if I've seen that, but... It's good podcast content, the way it's The future liberals one. Very bad. Mm. <laughs> I think it's fine. I think our listeners have like great visual intelligence, and they can just like ima- imagine all these things as we bring them up. See, the best they part can. about best part about the painting is that behind um, Sadiq Khan, uh, actually, there's two extremely good things about the painting. Behind Sadiq <laughs> Khan, there is a line of Metropolitan Police officers. <laughs> Um, uh, which the this uh, the painting doesn't seem to be very enthusiastic about, surprisingly, for such a right wing British person. Mm. But in this case, probably because Tommy Robinson was arrested and sent to jail merely for being English and breaking the law. Um, <laughs> uh, and the one of the one of the police officers has her hand over a small girl's mouth, who is like reaching out towards Tommy in shock that her great hero is being hung by uh, being hanged by Sadiq Khan. God, mm-hmm. won't you think of won't we? Won't anybody think of the children? Oh, I'm not thinking also, about the children. What are you, some kind of nuns? The, sec- <laughs> the other oh, great, the other great part of it, <laughs> the other great part of it is there's a there's a crescent moon in the sky with a star in it. <laughs> oh wow! 
<laughs> like I wonder what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Extremely good. I'm gonna see if God. I can find it. Honestly, it's so fitting that we're recording Hardspell on International uh, Atheism Day. Yeah. yeah, it's full of epic atheists. Yeah, like Haley. Um, and most, <laughs> mostly Haley. <laughs> Haley is yeah. the most atheist for sure. Yeah. Are you sure it wouldn't be Kaylee? I think Kaylee would be. Oh, Kaylee would so be into atheism. Oh my god. I think oh, they both. She's either going to get to like atheism Kaylee's... or like trad wipe shit. Kaylee's She'd be trad cast in like a couple years. Give it, yeah. give it like a minute. She'll get. She'll be yeah. like, oh, I love the no. aesthetic, and then all of a sudden she's like buying Eucharist crackers and. <laughs> no, Kaylee's Kaylee's cool. I think Kaylee would just become like an e girl. I think that's just her trajectory. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. Honestly, girl. yeah, she'll be tweeting. No, about she'll how become bad... like a goth. Tweeting about how bad Vatican Two is. Well, I mean, it is. <laughs> She's right. It's, it's content. It's. Uh, you know, I, I guess you missed that episode because like George that. is very suspiciously always absent on the epi- on the chapters that I write. <laughs> I don't want to read that shit. <laughs> but yeah we canonically say that vatican 2 was bad <laughs> kaylee kaylee will be like um i don't like the vatican and everyone will be like damn she hates catholics but she'll just actually be talking about the fact that um when they went to the vatican it was like a, a big portal and those of demons came out the sky and that's yeah. what she's referring to <laughs> i think kaylee will become ridiculously cool and that Haley is just gonna become more cringe yeah, that's what I thought. Um, oh, Haley is absolutely one of those women on TikTok who's like, millennials don't get it, Eminem's great, and then does like a song <laughs> about it. So millennials, you can suck it. You can't yeah. tell me what to wear. With Gen Z, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that one. Yeah, she'll be like, I'm Wait. fighting with Gen Z because they don't like the Pokemons or something. I don't know. <laughs> Even though they objectively do. Yeah. Um... I've got a little, so, present, little present for you in the chat. Oh, is this a Tommy Robinson comic? Oh, this is something. Oh, it's much more detailed than I was expecting. <laughs> oh, it's not so the style good. I was expecting for some reason. I, I think the, <laughs> yeah. the moon and the star is a lot more dog whistly than I was expecting. I was expecting this to be like a black and white thing and for the moon to be a lot bigger and to be more obviously Muslim, but this just yeah. feels more subtly racist <laughs> in, in a much more insidious way. Oh, I, I do love the art style of this, which is like more detailed than... Uh, you'd expect but still like the actual quality being like really subpar yeah it's not yeah, a very I like good that. painting it's just london bridge it's like oh we're in london look it's the london bridge whoever london made this bridge. can't have been from actually from london, right? from london it's tower bridge mate <laughs> i do think the colors are not that bad like there's quite, quite, quite like a nice warmth to it though, like. yeah you do yeah. not under any circumstances have to hand it to the artist <laughs> Oh, George, like, like everyone in my it's... work group chat does the like laughing, crying, laughing face emoji all the time, and I hate it so much. I... It's a hate crime, I think. There was a, there a, was a time crime. when I really got into like ironically using the uh, the rolling on the floor laughing emoji, like the, you know, tilted by 45 degrees uh, cry laughing emoji to those uh, mm. listening and those who don't see it in, in our chat. It's actually tilted uh, at eighty-eight degrees, which which is a is, is a near Nazi code. Oh, really? <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> I'm counting the degrees. 
It's, it's, <laughs> as far as I know, it's not tilted at that. It looks like 45 degrees to me. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. It would be, it would be horizontal anyway. anyway. My, minus 45 degrees. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't matter. It, it really doesn't. <laughs> Measuring the angle of the face. Uh, but I was going to say, like, I would, I, I, I would much rather look at this than, like, any of Ben Garrison's cartoons, right? Like, that style is uh, much more atrocious to the eye. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what I was sort of expecting. I was expecting a Ben yeah, yeah, same type, type deal. Yeah, same. Because that became, like, the dominant sort of artistic style. Artistic watercolor. Mm. What does Tower, what does Tower Bridge being hanged by the what does Tower Bridge serve in this painting? Like, I just told so you, you know it's, it's in London. Yeah. Whoever oh, painted yeah, this isn't you. from London and wants to be like, <laughs> look, it's London. Yeah, we uh, would never like write a location in a way that we just have to include <laughs> the most important, or the most visually recognizable landmark in every scene. No, look, but we're you, professionals um, and we do it with subtlety. So. Yeah. Subtlety as subtle as putting a piece of tape over Tommy Robinson's mouth so you know he's been <laughs> silenced by the cause, merely for contempt yeah. of cause. We should have put a bag on his head. This seems like a not the right way to hang someone, I don't know. Merely for wrecking no. a trial so badly that it would let off three actual nonces, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can we get, can we talk about Heartspell now? We Let's should. talk about Heartspell. So I wrote the chapter for this week and I have a very special surprise for okay. both our listeners and the other hosts, um, which I'm going to show after okay. yeah, after we've done the chapter, just okay. I, I like to ramp up that suspense, although it I'm has feeling... been eating me from the inside out ever since I started. I feel very suspenseful, so I'm excited. You'll you'll see. Um, so like, go I... crazy have been crazy busy at work so i wrote all of this well no i wrote two paragraphs of it yesterday and i wrote the other bunch of pages today like in about two hours ago so it is i have not proofread this i treat it like a sort of one of my uni essays where i write it very quickly (laughs) um and then i (laughs) and then i do not relate i'm slightly worried um, I haven't put enough jokes in, but I think the ones I have put in are funny. Um, I always worry about this. I always yeah, worry you, that you I've always say my... that, and it's never a yeah. natural concern. Like Chaz also said last week that, oh, I'm worried this chapter is going to be boring. Then it has the fucking word, the fucking witch trade center in it. <laughs> okay. See, I, I'm, I just feel like mine was less kind of out there than that, but I, I will wait to see till the end. And I do think we need slightly more sober chapters sometimes, yeah. Um, because Janos, you're up next, so yeah. I, <laughs> this will be like a nice runway, uh, for you to then leap off of. Do you know I what hope I mean? So, what if I write a normal chapter accidentally? That's that's my constant worry because I have built a reputation up to this point. And... That would be very fun because then I would like to see Chaz go <laughs> completely off the deep end. She did that already last week. That's I thought it was true, very yeah. grounded last week. I mm. don't know. <laughs> there was no new plot developments. I was sticking to the outline. I was just <laughs> talking yes. around it, you know, filling in filling in the space. <laughs> The outline, like, every time we have this, like, since since Heartspell kind of took off, and by kind of, I mean, instead of, like, five people listening, it's now, like, 15. <laughs> um, yeah, but, but the thing is, they're really invested. They're, I don't know a single really person it. who listens to Heartspell who's like, yeah, it's okay. They love it. Yeah, and since it <laughs> took off, there's constantly, 30. like, 
there's constantly like speculations among fans or like oh I just noticed this thing oh I hope it's something that's gonna happen or that you have planned out uh, hope I don't tread over things that you have planned out and the thing is like, we came up with a rough outline that you literally heard on air in episode zero mm-hmm. and since then we're just making this shit up, shit up as we go we, I, yeah. I have no idea what's 15 uh, absolute sims yeah and mm. what they lack in number, they make up for in hoggishness. <laughs> exactly. Sim- simp juice. Simpacity. Which is, and all of this is very true because I, while I feel like I've written maybe a decent amount for this chapter, I also feel like I didn't cover very much ground plot-wise, which I was trying to rush through, which is why there are two scene breaks, um, which fall naturally, but it still feels like lazy writing to me, but that's because it was. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, I, I guess preoccupied We're, writing is a better way to put it. I, I have lazy writers. I will stand by that. I have one suggestion, I think. Mm-hmm. Yes. People should try putting slices of cucumber in their lemonade. It really adds something. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I completely agree with you. Cucumber does improve everything. That's interesting. Uh, I'll try that. <laughs> what I was going to say, I, I will generously accept the label lazy writers for us like you know we already split up the work among three people <laughs> right like That's instead, collaboration. Of, instead of doing it as john green suggested as you know john green had that great quote about how writers writing are introverts yeah writing like, is uh is an inherently one person activity it's made for introverts who want to tell you a story but wouldn't dare look into your eyes while yeah, telling no, sh- it I'm yeah gonna... no sh- when, <laughs> writing is when you're a white man in the 1950s you're young <laughs> you're very skinny uh you live in a garret in like way up in a building in new york uh-huh. it's very cold <laughs> Uh, you don't eat anything because you can't afford it. You just smoke Chesterfield Kings uh, and bash away on your typewriter at 3 a.m. That's, That's writing. It. That's writing. You don't have any friends yeah. either and you're addicted to heroin in the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and if life gives you cucumbers, put them in your lemonade, I guess. That's what I'm trying to say with that. <laughs> Great advice. I believe in that. So I think we should jump into the chapter. Yeah, me too. Um, actually, this has been a lot actually, of preamble. No. I, I take it I take it back. We have something that is is kind of preamble, but also very much related, which is that, and then I will just pull this up quickly on my phone. I did already have it pulled up, but then my phone decided to close the Facebook app for some reason, and I now have it open. So, a couple of weeks ago, we read aloud to you, our dear listeners, the um, Bella Forest Facebook group post. Oh where yeah, Carlo allegedly. Ooh went off on one about what was happening with the company and how an employee was trying to sue them for fraud. Anyway, an update has been added to the end of the post, which I would like to read for you now. Gabagool. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, actually, there's two updates, so I'll I'll begin with the first one. Yes. Mm. P.S. For those who asked about the Hare Krishna sect, which is not a religion (laughs) and has nothing to do with Hinduism... And then he he links a um he, he puts a link in which is Harry Krishna cult exposed.blogspot.com. Yeah. <laughs> and then a good book and then it's an Amazon link to Mad After Krishna Life Destructive <laughs> ebook. Uh, 
What what is what he what has he got against the Hare Krishnas? Why? I have no idea. I don't understand the point. Maybe we have I to think, read these books. I think Amber might be a Hare Krishna or related to them in some way, and he's just like decided it's some sort of leverage, and he's trying to push it as much as possible. I don't know if they let women in. Well, they? that's what I thought. But the, maybe the blog is like... by a woman, I think, like someone who is that blog he linked to was like written by a woman who left Hare Krishna. I think. I think, mm. I think women are allowed to. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know. I, um, but I don't think... I don't even think Amber is Hare Krishna. Like, that's not... the vibe I get from... Mm, yeah. From, like, any of these books. Or, like, from that one interview from 2012. I don't know. I I love to be a Hare Krishna and also spend all my time on Can I Ask Cheeseburger? Yeah. But, like, also what this update lacks is any reason why we should believe that the person uh, who the post doesn't name like the vindictive former employee is actually tied to Hare Krishna or is actually uh, you know searched by the FBI like that's yeah it's just a link about a cult it's like saying oh this person is a murderer and then you provide a wiki link to murder none of the None of the court documents that are so far already available have any mention to any of this. Like, because it's, it's completely not relevant. I yeah. mean, not to speculate, but I can't imagine that it would be relevant. I think I think he really just tries to like obscure the actual situation as much as possible by throwing all that's, this wild like spy novel shit into it. Like that's in his interest certainly it depends yeah. if it backfires on him by attracting attention and then people going what the hell is he talking about and actually looking into it as as uh, some unnamed members of this podcast did mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um we uh and then they had another update on the on the same post which was update a warrant of arrest, and that's capitalized, by the way. A warrant of arrest against the fraudster has been issued on 12th of March for 23 counts. Oh, of what? Of what? Like, yeah. That's that's some real like fucking 17th century like pamphlet language. Yeah. Reveal to the witch of uh, the witch of books. <laughs> or why Amber is a Hare Krishna devil? I, I, I don't yeah. anymore. I don't think any more on that. <laughs> I just, I just scrolled down in the comments because I was going to see if anybody. I mean, the thing is, any comments that poke holes in this yep. get deleted. But one of these comments is. Um, oh God, I found it. I think you're going to read the same one that I just looked at. I have a question that I have no idea where to ask. I can't find a fan page, and you can't post here, so I thought maybe some people would notice if I commented. Is Bella Forrest actually really conservative slash religious? I've read a a few of the series and keep noticing this very strong no-sex-before-marriage theme. It's subtle in Harley Merlin, it's less subtle in The Girl Who Dared, it's not subtle in the slightest bit in the gender game. Oh, the one that Carlo wrote? Yeah. <laughs> I just started The Child Thief and the first 50 pages it's mentioned at least six times. I got no issues with anyone who wants to wait until marriage, but I'm starting to feel like I'm being served my dystopian future fantasy with a side of sermon. Anyone else notice this? Bella Forrest replies. She she says. 
This is purely incidental. There are mm. no religious, moral, or ethical messages in our books. <laughs> <laughs> our books no ethical no messages, no, no, or no moral messages. <laughs> Jairad Tolkien, I suppose. <laughs> that's incredible. But that's, he, he could have, like, if he was a little bit smarter. If, if Carlo had one brain cell that isn't on the blockchain (laughs) (laughs) see a good opening here and say that like the the former employee put in uh cultish texts in it but she she didn't write them he can't admit she wrote them he said she didn't didn't write write them but she could could have like edited them or whatever yeah but that's not like that doesn't uh that doesn't match up with the story he's already told about how, um, yeah. like, what her job was. She was, like, publicity and um, had access to the bank accounts for some reason. <laughs> God. His story doesn't make sense in any regard. I just... I, I also noticed, like, a different comment that just says, uh, Thank you for the update and glad that the perpetrator has been found. Hope the legal system throws the book at him slash her. Pardon the pun. Looking forward to continuing the Percy Merlin saga. And then Bella replied, The perpetrator is a fugitive. (laughs) (laughs) Is she? She seems to have turned up for every court date so far. I don't know if that makes you a fugitive. No, it does. If you turn up to a court date, but there's a warrant for your arrest or like, you know, 500 warrants, they let you leave. A a fugitive is where your 500 flat-nosed Bulgarian geezers can't find them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He's probably... She... uh, It's so stupid. There's no way that she's actually like in any sort of legal trouble of that nature. Like that's not mentioned in any of the court documents ever. So okay. Um, he's probably just being vexatious. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, He's trying to he's trying to prove himself to be like the cool guy in the situation to the fans because he really really doesn't want to lose them. He's issued a a legal writ stating that he uh, is in fact not owned. Yeah, he's actually laughing, so jot that mm. down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he, okay. I'm just looking through other replies here. I don't think there's anything quite as juicy as the ones we write. No. I had a glance through as well. But um, I'm keen to to get through this chapter. I would just, I I would just to... mention like one more thing, uh, okay. because this kind of relates to things we already like mentioned in, in earlier points but there is like one person asks uh but wasn't this harry krishna as you call her the original author and then bella forest replies there is not an original author all the books have been written by the collective using the pen name bella forest it's all in the records which by, are public by the collective and then, <laughs> yeah and then one Ooh. other person replies i got a message on messenger a few weeks ago after posting a comment on here a girl called laurie telling me that this page <laughs> is not real and is run by frauds and is nothing to do with bella forest Go off, Laurie. Luckily, I'd already read on here what was going on, so taught her to go away and block her. I love critical thinking. It's mad the length some people will go to. Thank you for the update. Sending best wishes to you and all your employees and writers. Can't wait for the new releases. And then, and then Bella Forrest <laughs> replies, Thank you for letting us know. Please private message. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Carlo killed them. 
Laurie is, by the way, Laurie has now joined the yeah, uh, the fan groups and has like liked or haha reacted some of my like dismissive comments uh, I made about Kylo. So Laurie is Laurie is a yeah, comrade. Laurie is on our side. We have an in there. We should get Laurie. Laurie, please <laughs> come on the show. Pill. And ironically, yeah, like come on the show, we will Laurie's be mean based about an amber pill, George. Yeah. Sorry. Listen, she's based on amber pilled. Yeah. Oh, but she's pilled on Carlo, not pilled by Carlo. Uh, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I will say that we did make a lot of jokes about your graphics on the um, original Shade of the Vampire fan I group. stand by those. <laughs> um, they I were bad, but they fulfilled their purpose. Th- those graphics, you know, as funny as they were, they perfectly like suited the needs of that audience. So that's Laura did true. a great job running the social media. For I this. mean, that's not how I'd run a social media account. If I, I would always, you know, I wouldn't want to pander to my audience. I would want to challenge them, but I, I respect it. You know, I respect <laughs> if you that kind of for it, like... <laughs> <laughs> I, I would not employ you then if I was running uh, well, people don't, romance yeah. novels for moms. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is why this is why I, I can't get that kind of job. But um, this is why we weren't invited on the Discworld convention. God. <laughs> um, but I would have posted. I would have gone straight onto that um, fan group that I was moderating, and I would be like, "Which Bella Forest characters were circumcised?" And everyone would have been like, "Kill me." <laughs> Which forest characters uh, were, were I think Ben was Ben from Shadow of Vampire circumcised. Yeah, he I had big circumcised well. Derek is Derek is a vampire. I think there's no reason for Derek to be Jewish or Jewish American or like there's, If you become no a vampire, does your does your foreskin does your foreskin grow back? I I just feel like <laughs> Derek sounds very like European. Like if it's like a Transylvanian okay. vampire mythos stuff okay. and Central Europeans are like generally not circumcised unless they are Jewish, but like, you know. Yeah. I think he's like I, thousands um, of years old, so that's yeah. also I have this I have this like headcanon that vampires do super heal from all that stuff, so probably vampires would be sec- non circumcised. <laughs> Uncircumcised, yeah. Or Yeah, non <laughs> incircumcised. Um, yeah. but then Inventing also a... if they if they wanted De-circumcised, to circumcised actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, Inventing I... a guy who wants to become a vampire so it's possible to come back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, but I, it, it leads into some vampire lore, like that any vampire who's dedicated enough to have tattoos has to have them redone like every three weeks because his skin keeps healing. Well, that was a plot think... point on um, Teen Wolf, actually. Um, <laughs> was it? Oh, fuck. Yeah. Where he um he can't he kept, he got a tattoo and then his tattoo vanished because the only way to actually tattoo a werewolf is to like use a flamethrower or something <laughs> and like get it real deep in there. That's uh, so upsetting. Yeah. Um, I can't believe Team Wolf got there before me. Yeah. Do you think Do you think Wolverine is circumcised? No. Um, I there was actually I mean, a very long Tumblr controversy about this. Oh. Um, <laughs> do you think they tried and it just kept growing back? <laughs> This is the thing. Um, why like, would you circumcise uh, my... voluntarily? <laughs> Unless for religious reasons. 
He likes I mean, it. But then, is is the stuff that you grow back, if you grow stuff back, necessary stuff? Like, if I was to get my ears pierced and I was Wolverine, then could I continue to wear earrings or would it continuously heal, even though it's not a life-threatening and threatening injury? Are what, your earrings made of um, adam- adamantium? Doesn't matter. Okay. Would my would my holes heal? You know what I mean. Uh... I mean they would if you would <laughs> took out your earrings. You would, probably, you would probably like have to leave them in. You just have to leave them in. Your physical holes would heal, but not your spiritual and mental <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah, you get a new uh, emotional hole for like every uh, injury. You you lose an um, emotional foreskin for everyone that grows back physically. <laughs> I keep thinking of just, I don't know why now, just the phrase, you can penetrate my mental hole keeps coming into my brain. Okay, well, we need to read this we're, we're, gonna, we're leading in really nicely, actually, because um, this next chapter is full of holes. So <laughs> both both structurally and uh, in the text. So, <laughs> towards the end, anyway. Uh, so okay. Let's, let's lead into chapter 19, which I wrote this week. Um, a bit in chapter. And do you like it? I'm, I, like I already it. love it. And I haven't even read any of it. Okay. I'm going to begin, okay? Yeah. Oh, All right. Yeah. Is everybody ready? Yes. Is okay. everybody ready? ready. <laughs> then let's begin. Immortal Incantations. Heartspell. <laughs> Chapter <laughs> 19. Luke. Luke, please open up. I knocked again on his hotel door. Amelie and Kaylee stood close behind me, listening for any signs of movement in his room. Marco, Horace and Tanya were downstairs, Tanya trying to make plans for Rome, whilst the others packed as much as they could, sorting food out for themselves. Whatever method they decided to use, I didn't want to know. I was only half sure we had any of Felix's cold cuts left. (laughs) The idea of Marco stalking the streets in the half-gloom of this chilly city, looking for fresh, warm, pumping blood sent a shiver through me, although the particular reason for that reaction might not have been the disgust I had once felt. Something of the opposite, in fact, even if I was still struggling to admit it to myself. I knocked on Luke's door again, bringing myself back into the present. Nothing. I let out a sigh and knocked again, harder this time. Luke, you have to come out at some point. I know you're mad at me, but if you just let me explain. Go away, Haley. He retorted, finally, his voice loud and hoarse, possibly from crying. (laughs) I flinched. Not the reaction I'd been hoping for. We didn't have time for this. If Tanya's warning about the portal in the Vatican had been accurate, we were on a Jack Bauer level of time management. Luke, I said go away! (laughs) He snapped, and this time I felt frustration instead of pity course through me. Luke was acting like a child. I knew I treated him badly, but there were bigger fish to fry. The way Tanya had talked about the portal in the Vatican, she made it sound like the world was going to end. We didn't have time for this. A soft glow ran across my skin, and I felt my hair crackle with static, face flushing. Luke, do you think I wanted any of this? Do you think I asked for this to happen? Stop having a pity party for yourself, I scoffed, throwing my (laughs) hands up in the air even though I knew he couldn't see me. Oh, boo-hoo, I didn't tell you about a gruesome murder one of our team members committed. But what would you have done? Really, what would you have done if you'd known? I shouted through the door, my voice cracking. Amelie laid a steadying hand on my arm. Ma chérie, come toi. She murmured to me, voice quiet. The last thing he needs is you yelling at him. I shook her off. No, I said to her, probably more directly than I'd meant. I turned back to the door angrily, full of an awful kind of righteousness. Luke, 
Think about it for one second and tell me you wouldn't have gone crying to your dad the second you knew. At this the door flew open. Luke stood there, breathing hard, clearly enraged. His hands balled into fists. I stared him down. Am I wrong? I asked of him, with my eyes boring into his. Sharp green met bright blue. <laughs> he didn't answer for a moment, his jaw clenching. I was aware of my slight hypocrisy here. It was only by a hair's breadth of realization that I hadn't done exactly what I was accusing Luke of. It had taken the combined efforts of everyone else on the team to give me some perspective on the deep inequality of the situation. But I couldn't back down, not now. Not when we had so much to do so suddenly. So suddenly. <laughs> Luke's expression was firm, but finally he let out a breath, hands relaxing at his side. I can't get hold of him. What? I blinked, not anticipating this answer. My dad, he's not answering the phone. I asked at the hotel desk. He checked out at the, the he checked out the day of the portal attack. Luke swallowed, his face bitter. He didn't even say goodbye. This information left me reeling a little. Emily seemed to stiffen beside me, a slight intake of breath from her revealing her sudden panic at this news. Seems like no one wants to talk to me, Luke said, <laughs> and this time I heard his voice crack. He swallowed a lump in his throat and looked up at the ceiling, blinking. Immediately I regretted my outburst against him. He looked like an abandoned golden retriever. <laughs> <laughs> Luke, I began. But he didn't seem to want to listen to me, ignoring me. Now please just do this one, George. I want to hear the okay. French. <laughs> Luke. Luke. <laughs> I'm a litroide instead. <laughs> Gently stepping around me, placing herself between us. Her presence cutting the tension in half somehow. S'il vous plaît, écoutez-moi. She reached out and laid a reassuring hand on his shoulder. Kaylee nudged me and I looked back at her only to see her shaking her head in disappointment at me. I rolled my eyes. The absolute last thing I needed right now was sass from Kaylee of all people. <laughs> Why should I? Luke asked Emily, keeping his gaze fully locked on hers, probably so he didn't have to look my way again. <laughs> we need to get the room. I know you are hurting right now. I understand. But there is a portal opening in Rome, and if what you say about your papa is true... She trailed off, probably for the best. Luke had had, I admit it, a tough couple of days. Between the betrayal, the hospital, the second betrayal, and all of the lies, the worst thing we could have said to him would have been something that cast <laughs> doubt on whatever Uncle Dominic was up to. Not that we knew ourselves, even. The suspicions were planted, but I had no idea what to make of them. Now I knew he'd gone AWOL, my mind was turning over the information non-stop. Dominic had been receiving weird calls. He'd been going to and fro with no explanation of his whereabouts, and... I hadn't mentioned this to Luke, and Kaylee hadn't brought it up at all, but late at night when I couldn't sleep, I kept replaying it over and over in my head. The way Dominic had strode into the convention hall shouting at us, his attention on Felix, and then immediately Luke. And only Luke. He hadn't once checked if I was okay. His niece, Kaylee, was 15 for Satan's sake, and he hadn't checked whether or not we were okay. His own <laughs> blood. He'd sworn to protect us after our parents died. Were killed. But it had felt then like we meant nothing to him, like we weren't a second thought. Not only that, I couldn't get the image of him casting that spell on Felix out of my head, 
removing his mouth with a frick of the wrist like it had been nothing. <laughs> sure, the guy was evil and annoying as all hell. He tried to kill me, but some part of me still resisted against seeing something like that. It still felt wrong. Cold. There's another portal opening, Luke asked, frowning. Oui, and this one is going to be a much worse. We need your help, Luke. Emily said, with the kind of French pathos that I could never myself attempted to muster. The way she spoke reminded me of the French greats. Brigitte Bardot, Gerard Dupier, Debussy, David Guetta. <laughs> He's in Rome. At the Roman Vatican. Kaylee stepped forward, pushing me back even further. <laughs> Less gently than Emily had. Remember when we went on holiday? She asked, and I recognised the tone in her voice. It was the one she always used when she wanted something and knew she was going to get it. Kind of whiny, but effective. Luke looked down at her, and I saw something crumble in his resolve. What? When? T Tomorrow, we think. Donya thinks, Emily replied, correcting herself. And I don't mean to add any more stress to the situation, but it was the council funding our trips to your father. If Dominic is gone, we will have to find another way of getting there, she said, which was another realisation that hit me like a brick all of a sudden. Damn it. Please, Luke, Kaylee asked, <laughs> grabbing his hand in hers. Luke sighed and closed his eyes, glancing quickly at me before looking back at my sister. Okay, I need to, I need to pack. Merci beaucoup, Amélie said, sounding like she meant it, and leaned forwards to give Luke a soft kiss on either cheek. I watched my teeth clenching as his face blushed a scarlet red, and he reached up to touch his cheek where her kiss had landed. We need to meet the others downstairs, I said, a little more grumpily than I'd intended. We oui. meet us in the lobby when you are ready. Amelie gave Luke's huge arm a squeeze and turned to go, <laughs> Kelly following after her, leaving us alone in the corridor. I stared at Luke, daring, hoping he'd at least meet my eye, but he didn't. Instead, he turned around and into his room, closing the door firmly behind him. It felt like he was closing a metaphorical door. <laughs> Not just a literary one between the two of us. A kind of real-life symbolism. I sighed, running my hands through my gorgeous red hair, trying to tame the frizz from earlier, and turned to go, furthering the multi-layered distance between myself and my childhood best friend. Whites are good, Tanya said. Whites... Whites are booked, Tanya said confidently to me as I joined the others in the lobby. Our little group surrounded by suitcases and Tanya's seemingly, ev seemingly never endless tech. Oh, um. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I had no idea how she packed it all. I frowned. What? How? Luke just told us Uncle Dom is missing. How do we. <laughs> oh. You don't want to try the Spanish accent? No, go on. Do it. <laughs> come on, George. I'm sober, by the way. I'm Say the kidding. line, George. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Marcus said, and I glanced over to him, feeling a catch in my breath as I took him in. He changed into a suit for the flight, and the thing fit, fitted him like a second skin. Ooh. He looked every inch the wealth, 
He looked every inch of the wealthy vampire aristocrat he was meant to be. My eyes dropped his shirt collar, which was one or two buttons below what I deemed professional. <laughs> Not as I minded. You bought us tickets? <laughs> I've forgotten how to do it. <laughs> What's money for? <laughs> What's money for? He asked, shrugging. Also, it's not just flights. <laughs> he smiled smugly. I raised an eyebrow. Marco's buddy has a private jet, Horace said, grinning at him. He was wearing a checked black and red lumberjack shirt over a black t-shirt. The sleeves rolled up to reveal his hairy and very muscled forearms. Can't believe we're gonna go <laughs> can't believe we're gonna be going in style. Friend of mine, Camillo Shivola. Can't tell you what he does for legal reasons, but he's got connections I don't mind exploiting, Marco What's said, it? as if it was nothing. I let out a huff, laughing slightly despite the stress of the whole situation. I meant oh, <laughs> I wrote this, I'm like, what's going on? I mean, that's dealt with then, but it's not the only problem, I said, and Amelie nodded, the others looking up with a frown. The Vatican City, it's it's kind of a no-go zone for vampires and werewolves, I said, remembering when Dominic had taken us on holiday there. <laughs> it had been such a glorious week. We went to Italian museums, <laughs> Italian restaurants, ate Italian pizza next to the Italian tithe. <laughs> Dominic had taken us on a witch's tour of the city, pointing out the exact boundaries of the Vatican and explaining to us the importance of it as a holy space, not just for Catholics, but for people like us, witches, which mm -hmm. is to say Satanists. I'd never really believed, and Kaylee was even more cynical than even me, but Luke had, devoutly almost. I remember mm -hmm. going into the Vatican, into the Sistine Chapel, and being taken all around the place and down into the tunnels and catacombs beneath. Dominic. I'm sure he'd mentioned something about those tunnels. Huh. I shook my head, clearing the memories. It was a little weird looking back on it now. What he'd said. What he'd taught us. The necessary separation of our kind. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean werewolves can't get into the Vatican? Horace asked incredulously as Marco raised his hand to his face, wincing. I forgot, he muttered. There's a magical barrier, I said, directly to Horace. Super old. I don't know how we go about getting inside. There was a tense silence, everyone frowning and looking somewhere into the middle distance. Except for Kate, who was filming herself <laughs> doing a TikTok dance in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to burn that bridge when we get to it, Tanya said, breaking the silence. Let's get to Italy first before we worry about it. Think on the plane if you need to. It's bullshit, though. What if I was a Catholic? Or a tourist? Horace asked, <laughs> seemingly to himself. I elected to ignore him. <laughs> Luke is pecking, or once he's done, we should head to the airport, Emily said. And Marco raised an eyebrow. How'd that conversation go? Not great. I'll explain later. I was sort of there for him. But if you do want to talk, grab me, pinky face. <laughs> I rolled my eyes and checked over my luggage again, making sure for what felt like the thirteenth time that I packed everything. My nerves were frayed after the last couple of days. I felt like I hadn't slept right in weeks. Every time I closed my eyes I seemed to see both confrontations with Felix over and over again, each time bloodier than the last. I needed a break. But I couldn't. I had to be strong. 
They were all relying on me. I was sure of it. I needed to pull myself together for this. I was Haley, goddamn Juniper, which extraordinaire. Yeah, all right. Hush. <laughs> I cracked my knuckles and stood myself. Was about to go over to talk to Marco directly when I saw Luke enter the lobby, looking guarded, suitcases in hand. There was a tense minute where everyone stood looking between one another. An Icelandic standoff. Let's roll, Kaylee said, and we did. <laughs> Below me was the sea. The wind whipped in my hair. Above me was Luke, his hands gripping my wrists. At first I felt relief. He was here to help. My stomach was seized with panic as I realised I was about to fall from the plane out of the door and I didn't not I didn't not have a parachute. <laughs> I didn't have a parachute. <laughs> Again, I did not proofread. I did not have a parachute. <laughs> That's why you're an absolute king. Thank you. Uh, but Luke was here and he had me. Luke! I screamed, the wind whipping away, whipping away my words as the plane flew through the air hundreds of miles an hour. The wind felt like it was trying to tear the skin from my bones. Luke, help me! My, ve my voice was a hoarse screech, but he couldn't hear me. Or, no, he had heard me. You deserve the same bail, he scoffed himself, <laughs> grip tightening on my wrists. It no longer felt comforting. No longer felt like he was, having, he was saving me from falling to my death. Or perhaps I should say, after all, hey bitch! He bared his teeth as he said it, and I frowned, a shocked question on my lips as I saw his sharpened canines, but it was whisked away from me as he let go. I screamed, loud, hoarse, the terror in my voice overwhelming. The Atlantic was, the Atlantic was below me no longer, until I was falling towards a great abyss, but falling towards a portal at great speed, its deep, inky, purpley blackness reaching up to grab me with severed fingers, sucking me below into whatever hell waited beneath. I woke with a jolt as the, place, as the plane landed on the hot Italian tarmac, cry out, crying out in fright and grabbing the first thing to hand, which turned out to be Marco's knee. He jumped, looking down at me. A cold sweat had broken out over my skin and I was shaking. Are you okay, Brujita? He asked, and I looked around at the yeah. interior of the private jet, at the others who were all sat around, reading, on their phones, or otherwise pointedly ignoring me in Luke's case. I let out a shaky breath, trying to relax, adjusting to the plush surroundings. I must have fallen asleep on takeoff. The flight had felt like ten minutes. Yeah, sorry. I realised I was still holding his knee in a vice-like grip and let go, sheepishly. I have these twisted dreams. I feel like I get a little crazy sometimes. <laughs> we all go a little crazy sometimes, Marco murmured, and I looked up at him up into those dark eyes. <laughs> they were comforting. It was a very different darkness to the portals. His eyes were nothing but inviting. I can't believe we're going to have to sort out another hole. <laughs> Tanya was muttering, and I looked up at her. She sat opposite me, knees pulled up, L-style, biting her lip, glasses resting on the end of her nose, her blonde hair piled into a messy bun that was rapidly escaping. We use magic on one hole, and all of a sudden, another opens, ready for us. She shook her head. I can't fathom it. I thought you were the expert on holes, Horace said, grinning. And despite the horror of my dream, not a minute before I sn And despite the horror of my dream, not a minute before I snorted. Tanya looked up. I am. That doesn't mean I know everything. There's always more to explore. 
The plane had rolled to a stop, which was good, because I could feel Marco about to make a joke to Tanya, and I knew she wasn't going to get it. <laughs> we, we stood up and collected our bags before shuffling into an awkward line and climbing down the metal stairs. Walking out into the Italian sun was like opening an oven and not standing back. The sun hammered down on us, and Marco grunted, reaching into a compartment into his suitcase I had never noticed before, and pulling out an umbrella, which he opened over himself, looking irritated. Mamma mia, Gilly breathed, looking around in wonder. It's just like in The Sopranos. <laughs> it was just a regular airport tarmac, but she was determined to dramatise every aspect of this trip. <laughs> I saw Luke put on sunglasses and glanced through his phone. Anything from your dad? I asked, a little shyly. It was the first word I'd spoken to him since the corridor in Iceland. He met my gaze reluctantly and swallowed. No. I nodded stiffly, not knowing what else to say. Marco, sensing the tension, clapped his hand, said something in Spanish that sounded like El Jour, then gestured for us to follow him across the airport tarmac. We had a demon hole to beat. Personal issues could wait to be resolved afterwards, when we would have plenty of time to discuss our problems at length all together. I hoped. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Gabagool! I really, really, really Gabagool. need to... I really, really need to point out just that that last joke in like the second final paragraph that um, Marco, sensing the tension, clapped his hands, said something in Spanish that sounded like algo, and then gestured for us to follow him across. Algo means something. Um, I just. I... <laughs> That's an extremely dumb joke. It's like really it. good. <laughs> um, okay, now now we can move on to the bit where you guys tell me that this is a great joke. <laughs> This was a great chapter. Thank you, Robert. Very good. I enjoyed it. I thought it, it was awful. George! Not enough, not enough demon holes. Uh, <laughs> I need more demon holes. I need holes of any kind. Uh, no, no, it was really good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Tanya's an Thank expert you. in holes. She is. Plus, I didn't have to Ooh. switch between so many accents. <laughs> Just a little bit, yeah. I love the consistency of Marco's maybe being Spanish because I always, I always assumed that he just lived in the UK all yeah. his life and didn't really have an accent. Um, Marco's English, but I love this. Probably he, true. He's like becoming more Spanish every chapter. Like some, <laughs> somewhere. I, I don't think it's the, it's, it's the, the chapter. I, I feel like the chapter before. The, uh, before the one I wrote where he's sending straw faces, that's where, like, uh, Robin started to set that up. I think Robin just has a Spanish fetish and will. Yeah. Like, it's not a fetish. Spanish fetish. <laughs> it's I know. A Spanish it's a language adjacent. that you learn that you like. Yeah, <laughs> That's what I, I was mean, thinking, yeah. Totally Spanish fair. adjacent. Um, listen, it's, it's sexy. Española. The other, like, we also never really set up if it's like Spanish or Argentinian. Or, like... <laughs> you cannot be Argentinian. <laughs> Are you from the Falklands? <laughs> like, he you. could be Latin American for all we know. He could be Latin American. We just don't know. I, I think we have said the Spanish. Yeah, I have decided yeah. to Spanish. Uh, we also didn't have, like, Robert. Scorpio didn't have an accent. <laughs> hey, yeah. Las Malvinas son Argentinas. Yeah, yeah I could see evil. Scorpio being like... Is Scorpio the younger brother? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. He's got younger brother he, energy. He does have younger brother energies, energy, yeah. I keep... I, I, I still, like... <laughs> I'm not sure if, <laughs> if 
if I want to make it canonical or I'm not sure if I actually like it or I just find the idea funny but like when we did that uh our rival fan casting threads on Twitter I went with Timothée Chalamet <laughs> for for Scorpio I don't know why I, I think hate, that's so funny I hate that I hate that so much for Scorpio he's He's got to be kind of like young-ish. But yeah. I think Timothy, like, I'm sorry. And all, respe- all respect to the guy. Timothy Chalamet looks like he's an ill Victorian child. That's, um, the appeal. That's kind of what Scorpio's energy is to me. Scorpio, I mean, to me, feels less. I don't think he's he feels ill, like, as a character. Like, like mm. Timothy Chalamet is like choleric. Yeah. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Whereas Scorpio is sanguinous. Um, I'll, I'll be honest. Kind of, to me, to me, to like me, Timothy Chalamet's energy just... is more like, uh, like I, I basically this mostly on Ladybird, but like to me, his energy is like the fake goth. Yeah, I guess mm. Scorpio is kind of that. I was thinking, but... you see, I always imagine Scorpio now as just literally being that homoerotic stock footage guy that I put in the uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, I but that's that's that. a similar vibe. Yeah, I I think that works. Uh, yeah, I think like Scorpio is younger, but like older in his like sensibilities. Like I, I think he's more attached to like whatever vampire romanticism there is. Vampire aesthetics. Oh, yeah. He looks out the windows when yes. like dogs are barking and goes, The children of the night. <laughs> yeah. What <laughs> music, music they make. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> can't wait can't wait to write Scorpio again. I miss him. Yeah, we've like mentioned him like three or four times in chapters, and I can't remember really anything about him. So he's yeah, just like the most consistent character. Who is character. Scorpio again? Scorpio is Marco's <laughs> younger brother. Um, oh. He's evil, maybe, and he's also so. Um, Luke two, <laughs> the second Luke, who's kind of evil? Question mark oh. is in London, and he's hanging out with Scorpio, who's also in London, and yeah. they're doing something, which is mostly massaging each other. We've established <laughs> so far, but it's probably also some kind of plot. They um, probably also doing like do. some crimes. It's there in the background for book two. Yeah, he was meant to be the big um, red herring for this book, where you're going to be like, oh, Scorpio's <laughs> doing it, and then it turns out it's Dominic. But Scorpio just hasn't really been around to do anything. Well, we had Judie Pie for that, so it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think Scorpio nice. works for like Studio a setup pie. for book two, and uh, and also like maybe a backdoor pilot for like a, a Scorpio spin-off show that uh, in which is yeah. like I don't know I guess reformed and not evil anymore, but still like. Kind Scorpio of a is gonna guy. have a redemption arc. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we just have to keep saying that he's having a redemption arc, <laughs> and he's just sort of not really doing anything different, like Damon in fucking. Um, Vampire, Vampire Diaries, diaries mm. but the, everyone's like, "Oh, he's good now," even though he's still murdering people. He's <laughs> the exact same. Yeah. If they met the same, season five, D- Damon, when he's like their friend in season one, they'd have been like, "Wow, this guy's fucked up." <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think Scorpio is going to be like a huge player, like a, a, a main character. He's going to be a core cast member in book two. Mm-hmm. Is he going to be a love interest? I think Scorpio's gay. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> Like no, canonically, I, it's gay. just guys being dudes massaging <laughs> each other, hitting each other with a chair, sharing a cigarette and a kiss. So it's good. Yeah, I can't imagine. I actually, I think we should write that scene in the second book, <laughs> London Luke, or at least we can at least say Luke in this book. It has a dream where um, his second Luke self and Scorpio are hitting each other with chairs. That's so good. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I can really imagine. Want that. See, that's how I imagine Luke and Scorpio looking. Is like the homoerotic chair guys. That's sort of how uh-huh. I think of them. 
that's absolutely their relationship. Yeah, that's. I, I'm so like, glad you brought that up, George. One of the, yeah, one of the that's one of the it. like other hench, um, hench vampires. <laughs> what's a what's a henchman Leo. who's a vampire? Uh, like one of the you know one of the guys who was hanging out with Scorpio was also beating up Luke in in in, uh, in that chapter, but didn't have a didn't have a speaking line. Like mm. that's gonna mm. be the guy who picks up the cigarette and takes a drag of it. Yeah, that, well, that's Leo. Because remember, you yeah. were like, oh, this is Scorpio and this is his mate Leo, and they're yeah. both named after astrologer, like astrologer, JK Rowling ass naming. Yeah, yeah. Um, I. I do think it's funny that they're going to go from beating Luke up to beating Luke off. Anyway, um, <laughs> Ooh, yeah. did you like the dream sequence in this one? It was good. Yeah, yeah. pretty it was good. Like a dream. Mm-hmm. I like the I like the callback to Hey Bitch. I enjoyed that. <laughs> That's very good. Yeah. Hey, hey Bitch was very good. I liked um, I liked the way you called Debussy Debussy. <laughs> yeah. <Okay>. yeah. <laughs> we all enjoyed that capitalization. Did we all enjoy me talking about the French greats, including David Guetta? <laughs> Yeah, I left at it for a minute longer than I should have. So. No, I'm hey, really glad. I that was like the it's me, David Guetta. I come from Spain, like, I'm in I, France. It, it would have been incredibly funny even without the David Guetta mention because like WC is already very funny. The bussy, the the David Guetta really liked the cherry on the top. I I really enjoyed that. Yeah, it was an escalation. It was good. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay. okay, pretty good. I, I oh, think me. it's, I think it's time. Oh, it's okay. time. Oh shit! It's, t- Ooh, it's oh, time shit. for the surprise, which I'm actually I forgot post. to say. Like speaking of speaking of the bussy, I will just like th- this. This has been a thing, <laughs> a thing I've I've had in my mind for like the past because I've been working at the supermarket, uh, and I'm not sure if I'm gonna be keep working there next month. So I might never get a chance. But I really wanted to take uh, to take one photo of the drink they were selling that was literally called Bussy, like B U S S Y. Yeah, I also would like to drink Bussy. <laughs> um. Anyway, let's do the special thing. Okay, so I'm gonna post the surprise directly into the Heartspell Fan Zone group because I figured it would be a surprise for everybody. So you're all gonna get to see it at the same time, although. Um, I'm going to get your reactions live on the audio, which is exciting. Lovely. Okay, I'm, I ha- I think I know what this is, but I'm very interested to see if I'm right. Okay, I'm posting it now. Oh my hey! god! <laughs> <laughs> oh hell yeah! <laughs> Damn, that's what I thought it was, but that's, I didn't know that it was Giga who did it. Yeah, it so good. I I thought it was gonna be this, but I did not see it. It was gonna be Giga. I think that is <laughs> that is incredible. That's <laughs> very good. Hard spell designed by the same person who made the character designs for Paradise Killer. <laughs> <laughs> It's this fucking so good. It's fucking good. Um, so for those of you who are listening, I mean, I imagine we'll have put this on the Twitter. I'm certainly going yeah. to ask that we put it on the Twitter. Um, I commissioned um, friend of the show artist at Gigalithic to um, do a full color, full body of Marco, Haley, and Luke. And oh boy, did yeah. they do it! Um, it has been so much fun, just like sorting this out. Um, and it has been very very difficult to keep it secret because every single time i got an update on like the sketches <laughs> or um the liner i was like fuck i want to tell you <laughs> Giggle, <it> turned up. 
Uh-huh. This slaps you, as the teens would say, mm-hmm. on the TikTok. Um, it just, it freaking rules. Um, and <laughs> it's so fucking good. I love this. Uh, <laughs> we had like a dis- we had a discussion about whether Haley was going to be like grim faced or DreamWorks, and I was like, it's gonna, it's gonna you know, we gotta have the eyebrow right. Yeah. <laughs> also, yeah, she does have a pinky stump. I was there, like, yeah, she's missing half a finger. Look <laughs> <laughs> so accurate. Well, I I enjoy the uh, the little the little bit of um. You can see what's Luke's his name riding up. Yeah, you can yeah. see his dick arrow. <laughs> Yeah, it's really good. Um, he looks Perfect. like one of I, I which I, I said to them as well. It was like he looks like one of those guys who um, used to stand outside Hollister, who like worked for Hollister as kind of fit oh, bouncers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, got yeah, yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. Uh, and he's got he's got his pentagram necklace. So fucking great. Exactly. <laughs> he does look exactly how I thought he looked. This is yeah, this yeah. Is very good. I love all of their DreamWorks <laughs> faces. <laughs> Um, I love the yeah, like um, edgy middle-aged energy that uh, Marco has. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, He's... I've got shares. <laughs> He's got the energy of like a like a sort of thirty-five-year-old professor who is cheating on his wife with one of the PhD yeah. students. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I'm a sophisticated. <laughs> Um, Thank uh, you. Sorry for this anybody so, who this is good. on the audio who can't see it, but you should just uh, yeah. look. Is we're we're going yeah. to pin this. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah. How, how do we rate the surprise on a scale of 1 to 10? You pretty good. 10. Yeah, this pretty is a good. 10. 10. I oh, was yeah. thinking about it. I was like, it's got to be fan art that you've, commit, you've commissioned. Yeah. And then I was like trying to think of other things it could be, just in case that it wasn't that. And the only thing I could think of was if you got Stormzy to do a cameo, but that's the only thing I could think of. <laughs> Holy shit! That would have been be great cool. if I had got Stormzy to do a cameo. Um, maybe that's on the horizon. One, one of you guys yeah. can do that. I don't think he has a cameo, <laughs> but... Uh... God, they're so good. Sorry. Okay. Um, it's so good when we are on a podcast and we talk about something we're seeing visually. I know. <laughs> we don't love this episode. If you're not in our Discord, join it. Uh, but if you're not using Discord, just look at the Twitter, twitter.com slash who watches the W4. <laughs> My heart is so spelled. Yeah. <laughs> My heart, it's, it's spelled right now. I have been spelt. Janosch, <laughs> <laughs> it is your chapter next week. It is. What are you going to do? It's time for Italy, <laughs> baby. Uh, we're in Rome, so... In when Rome. in Rome, you know. <laughs> uh, when in Rome, storm the Vatican, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, do we want to... Do we want to get like uh, Marco and Horus inside somehow? How how do we want to deal with that? Well, if you recall, well, did... if you recall my previous my previous yes. outline of how this would go, um, they'd have to split up um, while Marcus and Horus try and find Marcus. a way to <laughs> Marcus. Sorry, my... that's their I'm ship going... name. Marco. <laughs> yes. Marco and Horace will be looking for a way to break down the 
uh, the the barrier so that they can get in. And meanwhile, that's when Haley goes inside um, to try and find Uncle Dominic, and that's when they have like the con- the confrontation. Um, okay, I'm not like, gonna make it just at the end. Uh, not sure it will get to to the confrontation, but it's it's. Hmm. I think it's only have they one have POV. Have it's like well, the heist see, plan, I guess. Here's the other thing. Yes. I did add a little get out of that free card for you, which is where I mentioned tunnels um, in, oh, yeah. in this chapter, mm-hmm. which you don't have to use. Um, and I don't know if that would even work in terms of magical circle things, but I'm sure you'll, yeah. you'll come up with, with something. Yeah. I do like <laughs> the idea that they're going to be split up for a while and they do have a mental link. Mm. So we can, maybe I'm going to try to do some fun stuff with that. Um, I'm, I'm just thinking, you know that big bit outside the Vatican where it's got all those like pillars? No, um, I've never been to Rome. Oh, it's a lovely... Uh, me and, me, me and Robin spent a lot of time in that in that area. Because um, yeah. that's where our hotel was. Um, but, you know, maybe they like... Maybe they're like powering it, and they have to just go destroy a bunch of pillars outside the Vatican in order to get the barrier down. Uh, I would like that. I think that would be good. We're gonna really do some heresy, so I'm yeah, uh, hell yeah. yeah. I'm excited for this next chapter, Janosch. I'm sure you'll come through. You always do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I have no pressure, so far, but... so <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, um, so I have... Don't doubt yourself. <gasps> I have just received an email from Nanorimo that says. Introducing Nano Finmo, no National Novel Finishing Month. <laughs> the fuck is that? <laughs> what is that? Is that in November or is that in May? Uh, National Findom Month. Do uh-huh. the characters in your unfinished novel haunt your dreams? Does your incomplete do. story call your name from its dusty place in your drafts in progress folder? Na- it's time to try out Nano Finmo National Novel Finishing Month. Our newest track for April's upcoming NaNoWriMo session is jam-packed with fantastic resources to help you finish your novel. So it's April. Uh, So they didn't quite get the, like... uh, Isn't it National November Writing Month? How is it NaNoFinmo in April? No, it's National Novel Writing Month. National Novel Writing Month. What the fuck is a November Writing Month? (laughs) <laughs> That's the month of Nanarimo. It's always in November. Yeah. Yeah. I don't um, think we're going to be able to uh, finish Hard Spell in April. No. No. But, yeah, well, we're getting close. We're already in the last act. Well done, yeah. guys. We've done such a great job. Uh huh. It's really good. And I love to sit here and record these. Can't episodes. wait to. I feel. I feel like we originally planned for uh, book one to have a disappointing anticlimactic ending because that's how for us yeah. books go. Oh yeah, because that's the whole metaphor saying... where like the ending is nothing. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not saying we have to do that, but it uh, at least it takes off the pressure that we have to nail the ending of book one. So. Yeah. But I want it to be something, you know? I want it to be a, something. I love this comment <laughs> by Kay uh, under the, the... I love this comment by Kay under this art. Just saying just, wow, how can she choose? <laughs> how can she choose? <laughs> how can she choose? <laughs> who would you choose? This, this pasty vampy boy or this hunky guy who looks like he's probably racist? <laughs> <laughs> 
That's just. <laughs> Would that's you just... rather choose Bitcoin man or frat boy? <laughs> <laughs> there are two genders of men: um, frat boy and blockchain enthusiast. <laughs> stop looking at this this feels like a major accomplishment for us somehow it feels like feels like we made it we did it reddit <laughs> <laughs> oh shit there's chapati dough in my jumper <laughs> <laughs> oh okay this i'm okay. from spain um, <laughs> um, i have a wife ben, she comes marco. from madrid my name's marco <laughs> My brujita. Okay. Uh, Thank you for listening to Heartspell, uh, chapter 19. Um, If you are one of our patrons, thank you so much for the cashola. We enjoy it. We like to rub it on our faces. At least I I do. We like to spend it. We like to spend it. On great commissions like this. Yeah. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Genuinely. Um, if you contributed at any point to our Patreon, you've helped pay for this. <laughs> yeah. So Very thank nice. you. And yeah. if you're on our free episode, then uh, get good. Um, <laughs> but thank you for listening anyway. And um, no, we don't. You don't deserve us. Uh, commission, commission, friend of show Giga to make you good at art. Um, yeah, play Paradise Killer. Mm-hmm. Play Paradise Killer. Pretty good game. Um, and until next time, big wheel keep on spinning. Big wheel keep on spinning. Big wheel Why keep on spinning. Kill paradise. <laughs> can you say that in a? Can you say that? Say that in a funny accent, George. <laughs> big wheel keep on spinning. <laughs> okay. I'm from Barcelona. A big wheel, big keep, wheel on keep on spinning. spinning. <laughs> big right, wheel spinning? keep on spinning. I would like to say that the, the big wheel. People spinning. Oh, it's a big wheel. Oh, the, the time, the wheel of time, it keeps turning. It keeps Hello? spinning. <laughs> Amazing thing about snakes is that they reproduce spontaneously. You know, Quasimodo predicted all this. So shut the fuck up, Papa. There is no God. What kind of animal smokes marijuana at his own confirmation? Be a good Catholic for 15 fucking minutes. Is that so much to ask? Un poco di